It's July 5th, 2021. It's the July 4th weekend. Welcome to the Gun Thanks Stuff Podcast. It's actually the day after July 4th, but this is the day that everybody gets off work and celebrates the 4th of July. On. Happy 4th of July. All to all my American listeners, man, which is like 98. I think that makes up like 98% of the people who listen to the podcast are Americans, man. We live in the greatest country in the world. And I don't say that like, I mean, I don't say that just poking fun at like the one guy in Norway that's like, wait a minute. You know, we just do, man. America's the best. It is. It's the best regardless of all the noise and all the people that like to complain about America and be like, oh, America sucks. You know, because most of the people who's talking about America sucking live in America. You know, so they're exercising their right to be a dumbass, you know, by, by saying that. It's like they want to have their cake and eat it, too. You know? Yeah, it's like, well, I'll take the, I'll take the freedoms to say whatever I want to say, but... America sucks. It's like, man, make up your mind. Does it or doesn't it? You know? And that's not a political view. That's not, that's just an observation. You know, when people start trashing America, publicly trashing the country and its leaders. And I mean, you can pretty much say anything about anybody in this country, as long as you're not like communicating a threat. You know, you can you have the freedom to do that. Dude, in other countries, you're not allowed to do that. We have so much freedom. And and I look at it like America's kind of like what you make of it. I know there's stuff, man. I know there's stuff where we're not perfect, but it's like the greatest idea for a country. That's like we're currently living in this, you know, in the, in, in the best that it's ever been, you know. Pretty. I don't think that there's ever been a time in history where there was a more awesome place to live than America right now. And people, there's the people that are like the doomsayers, like, we're at the end. We're almost at the end. And then there's the people that's like, get offended at everything or that are scared to say, you know. So it's like you're, you're scared to say stuff because you might offend somebody. You're like, man, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know if I should like post something about eating a steak on social media because like I might get jumped by a vegan or yeah you know what I'm saying it's like people just wear their feelings on their sleeves nowadays and everybody has a platform and thinks that they what they have to say is relevant you know kind of like me on this podcast like right now (laughs) and uh see I'll judge people real quick for like I'll judge people real quick for doing like the same thing that I do but uh but anyway man happy birthday to America I think I think and just my personal opinion like do you hear that motorcycle he's, he's chilling he's chilling he's enjoying America right now but uh do you hear his music let me turn oh he shut it off oh well what a great way to start a podcast. No, I'm actually outside. I'm outside waiting on my hair appointment. I have a hair... Uh, I have an appointment to get my hair did with my homegirl. And uh, it's just, man, it's a great day, dude. It's a beautiful day. Uh, I don't mean to be rough on people. Yeah, but it just gets old, man. Quit trashing my... This my home, man. 
people need to quit trashing because it's awesome. It's awesome here, you know? That's how I kind of feel when I hear people make fun of the South or make fun of Southerners, you know? I kind of, I don't take offense to it, but I'm like, what? Calm down, hippie, you know? Um, But, so, happy birthday, America. That's all I got to say about that. Today, on today's podcast, I'm going to play a little bit of music. And for the best listening experience... You should uh, listen to this podcast on Spotify. If you don't, man, you just won't hear the music because I'm allowed. I can't play music on the podcast because of like uh, copyright stuff. But uh, I can actually play the music on like put the music in my podcast um, for the Spotify. Like for my Spotify, the episode as it's published on Spotify, I'm allowed to do it on there for whatever reason. For whatever reason, I'm allowed to do it on there. So, uh, so actually, I have a few summertime songs that I want to play today, and uh, and so if you want to hear the actual songs that I talk about, like you can uh, just wherever you listen to this, you can just bounce over Spotify and check out the episode. If not, I don't even matter, man. I ain't even worried about it. You know what I'm saying? But I got a lot to cover and a little bit of time. So let's uh let's do the thing. So I went on vacation, right? I went on vacation to Tybee Island in Georgia. And it's like, man, it's like a chill vibe. It's more of like a family beach. There's not as much, like, it's not the party scene. It's more for, like, like family friendly. You know what I mean? You're not covering your kids' eyes half the week. You know, like, don't look that way. You know, but uh, it's just a good environment, man, for families. And uh, I enjoyed it, man. I actually went down there on Sunday of last week and then I had to come up a couple days for work during the week and then I drove back down there right and uh and I just got back like a couple days ago and it man it was good to go down there I got some good cigars uh I smoked a couple cigars I actually smoked my last cigar last night I had one left and I brought it home and uh and I had one left and I smoked it, and then I was like, I started looking at humidors on Amazon, like, man, I'm going to get a humidor so I can start keeping, you know, some good cigars, and I was like, man, I don't even need to do, I don't need to be getting into that, <laughs> you know what I mean, because I used to smoke cigarettes, so I know that, I know that, uh, I know that if I, like, start smoking cigars, and they're, like, good cigars, not only would I spend a bunch of money smoking cigars, I would just like, I would do it all the time. I'd probably start smoking cigars all the time. So, uh, so after I smoked that one last night, I was like, man, I'm just going to have them like on vacation or like on holidays, special occasions. Uh, I'll pick some up, but you know, it's because if you start having something all the time, like you don't appreciate it as much, you know, you just don't like if something if something's like something that you only do on a special occasion, occasion, you know what I mean? 
you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's, it's more special if you, if you like just do stuff like on vacation, you know? And, uh, so that was kind of a, it was kind of bittersweet as I sucked on that stogie. But, uh, anyway, it was fun, man. It was cool. Uh, I enjoyed it. And, uh, now it's time to get back to the, back to the grind, man. And there ain't nothing like I haven't had a vacation in a while. And so it was just nice to kind of recharge and just, you know, stop that, that work mentality, you know, because work mentality and vacation mentality is two different things, man. And like on a work, like I'm such my, my body is like a clock. Like the whole time I was on vacation, I was up. Like, I was up. Like, my internal clock would weigh me up. Time to get up. Time to start grinding, man. But there was nothing to grind, man. And, uh... And so, I don't know. That was... It was cool, man. It was cool to get away. But at the same time, I like being productive. I like getting stuff done. And so, today, I actually had to kick it into gear. Because, I, like I said, I was watching the, the Life After Lockup. And, uh... Dude, I woke up this morning and was like, ate two cheeseburgers... Um, that were left over from yesterday, two bacon cheeseburgers. I ate them, and I was like, that's just disgusting, man. Get up, get shaved, you know, get out, get, do some laundry, do, be productive, man. And so, uh, do a podcast for crying out loud. And this is my first podcast since my one star review. Let me tell you something. I got a one star review. They ain't write nothing. They ain't write nothing, but they put one star. Yeah, and I kind of think that it's probably a woman that did that. Yeah, and let me tell you why I believe that. (laughs) Because I think that out of all the genders in the world, I think that women, uh, I think that women are the ones that probably there's more of them that don't like me than dudes, right? I don't know, like, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's, like, people I've dated that knew about the podcast or, you know, what it is. But it just, like, when I saw that, I was like, who would do, like, why would you do that? Like, if you weren't even going to write anything, you know, because I think, I think that I'm a likable guy. I think that I'm all right. You know, I'm easygoing. I don't go around trying to make enemies or tick people off, you know. And so that was the only group of people that I thought might have some disdain for yours truly, right? And uh, so that's just a theory, you know. And a lot of my theories tend to be true. (laughs) I like to think of my theories as facts, you know, and... uh, And so that's like, I couldn't figure out, I was like, why would you just click that and then not say anything bad about it? Like, I'll just click one star. That'll show Glenn. That'll take his five star rating down to a 4.9. But let me tell you something. The longer that you live, the longer that you live, like, uh, the more people's going to not like you. That's just, that's everybody. You know, because when you're a baby and you're born, you know, you don't, everybody's like, oh, there's a baby. What a cute baby. And even if a baby's annoying, you know, people aren't like, stupid baby. I give that baby one star. That That's a one star baby. And, um, 
you know, that, that kind of happens as you go through life, you know, and there's misunderstandings and there's breakups and divorces and, you know, fights. And, you know, when people hit each other with their fists over a disagreement, you know, and things of that nature, you know, think that people that think they're victims, you know, I was the victim in that situation which I really don't, I don't know, man, out of the relationships that I've been in, I don't know how someone could feel like there were some kind of victim because of me. Yeah. But whatever, live and let live, live and let review. That's what I always say. Yeah. So if, if, if you gave me one star, you're probably not listening. You know, if you gave me one star, if, if, if you didn't even, if you were just some podcast listener and you gave me one star, that's cool, man. Don't even matter. It's not even, it's not, I really don't care. It's just something to talk about on the podcast. You know, all you did was give me material for my lame podcast. That's all you did by doing that, you know? And if you gave me one star and you're still listening to see if I acknowledge you, congratulations, I'm acknowledging you and something's wrong with you for listening to a podcast that you give one star to. You know what I mean? Maybe they just, maybe they're like, what do they call it? Dyslexic? Maybe they see things backwards and they really meant to give me five stars. But they're like, they hit the, you know, don't they read stuff backwards? They'll be like, oh, there's five stars. Boom. And before you know it, there were my career. There were my perfect 5.0, baby. But it's all good. It's not good. It's all good. I'm not. I'm not gonna complain. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny to me. But anyway, don't you wish you could go? It's like you subject yourself. Like you subject yourself to the opinions of others when you do this kind of stuff. You know, when you make any kind of art or you do anything publicly, whether it's a podcast or you're a musician or a poet. I'm a poet. <laughs> I used to like, I wrote a lot of poetry. Man, I've wrote hundreds of poems. I ran across them the other week. I was cleaning out some old uh, stuff out of my closet. I was cleaning out my closet, as Eminem would say. And uh, I found a bunch of poetry I I wrote when I was young and just (laughs) afflicted with life. And it was like when I was so, it was like life was so loud and so intense. And it was like before it just got dull and the repetition, you know, of getting older. And I, I like, wrote a lot of stuff. Maybe I'll read it on here sometime and make fun of myself, you know. That would be an interesting thing to do. But, uh, but anyway, anyway. So, uh, yeah, that happened. So that's exciting. I will say that, that, uh, I will say this. That I watched a movie a couple weeks ago. And it was, like, looking for a friend for the end of the world. You know what I'm talking about? Steve Carell. And there's like a meteor that's going to hit Earth. And it's a really well done movie. You know, if you're into that, it's kind of a drama. And uh, I'd always wanted to see it, but it was one of those movies where I was just never got around to seeing it. You know, and uh, and I started watching it. And while I was watching, what it is, is it's like this dude, Steve Carell, and his wife leaves him right when the news, like the end of the world is going to happen. And so a lot of people just like they start living with like loose morals doing whatever they want because it's the end of the world. Right. You know? And I was thinking about, it got me thinking about how, if that was a reality, right. If you knew 
if you knew when you were going to die or pretty much when everybody was going to die, like, would you maintain the morals that you have now if it's the end of the world? You know, and but how much of your morals, like, I was like, how much of my morals are like just because of like what other people would think of me, you know, like the morals that I have is just like because of the law or because of culture, you know, and you just start living that way and you might say, well, it's my religious values, you know, is it, or all your morals like connected directly to, they can't be directly connected to your religion because some people don't practice, aren't practicing a religion and they still have like the morals, like the rules that they set for themselves morally. And so I was like, well, how much of that would you maintain if you knew that it was about to be it? Like this is about to be it. Like what would you do differently? How would you live differently? I think that one thing that I thought about I thought about that, but then I thought about, like, the time that you waste. You probably would not want to just waste a bunch of time. You know, you wouldn't have time to, like... In the last 24 hours of my life, I watched six episodes of Life After Lockup. I smoked a cigar. I slept. And I ate two bacon cheeseburgers. Like, if it was the end of the world, and I had a long weekend, I would not... (laughs) I would not live that way. Maybe I would smoke the cigar. All right. That might be the only thing that I would do. Yeah. And I probably do that a lot. Yeah. I probably would just do that. Well, whatever I was doing, I'd be like, I'm going to smoke a cigar. Sir, you can't do that. You know, you can't do that in the store that you're currently looting. And I'll be like, I, but I can, you see, you know, what are you going to do? lock me up for smoking a cigar at the end of the world, man. Yeah, but how would that affect you? It just got me thinking. It just made me think a little bit is what it did. I couldn't even enjoy the movie because, like, I just started thinking. But it was, I mean, it was a good, it was a good, uh, I don't know. It was a good movie to watch. It was one of the movies that, being single, you're like, oh, I bet that a lady would like to watch this movie. Yeah. Like, it's not a chick flick, but it's, like, it's flirting with that, man. I'm telling you. It is. It just is. But, uh, anyway, like, I've been listening to a lot of music, too. I've been... It's, like, I associate... I associate different music with different seasons, you know? And and usually in the summertime, my playlist changes a little bit. And so something that I love to do is... uh is especially with my kids, like, I'll get on a song and I'll beat it to death. Or I'll get on a song and they won't like it. And whoever doesn't like it the most, like, I'll dedicate the song to them. Like, I'm a DJ in my car. I'll dedicate the song to the kid that, uh, to the kid, to the kid who least likes the song, right? And, um, and a couple of my songs are, uh... For the summer, I'll share with you. Like, I've been playing these a lot. And uh, the the first one, it's a good... Man, these songs have summertime. Like, I, they feel like summertime to me. You know what I mean? Like, these songs feel like summertime. So, uh, the first song... And if you have Spotify... Like, if you're listening to this podcast on Spotify... 
um, I'll put the songs in throughout the episode. If you don't, man, you're missing out, bruh. You just have to look them up. But uh, the first song that I've been playing a lot is Time Bomb by Rancid. So that's the first one. And uh, I don't know. I've listened to that song a lot. It just makes me feel good. I don't know why. It's just a good song. It's a catchy beat. It gets stuck in your head. And it feels like summertime. Time Bomb by Rancid does not feel like wintertime. You know? Like you don't you don't be putting that on the playlist behind. Oh, the weather outside is frightful. But the fire is so delightful. You don't be doing that, man. You play that in the summertime when it's hot. You're driving down the strip. And you just living your best life. You understand me? And so uh, that's on my summertime playlist, man. And uh, I don't know. Like, I, I think that... That... I don't know how I'll put, like, a summertime playlist together. I think that I just hear something or or something comes in my head... And, like, I just am like, that's what, that fits for right now, you know? And that's kind of how it is with life, too, with music. You be listening to music, and you'll remember a part of your life. And sometimes you're down for remembering that part of your life, you know? And you want to hear the music. But then sometimes it makes you feel some kind of way. You know what I'm talking about. And you, it's a good song, and you like the song, but it just, you feel, it makes you feel those feelings. And you're like, man, I ain't trying to feel that right now. That's heavy. I'm going to go ahead and skip that track. And uh, that's how I kind of am with music. That's how I am, since you asked. But uh, what's another one on my playlist? Another one on my playlist is A Punk by Vampire Weekend. Have you ever heard that? It's not a bad song at all. I actually enjoy it very much. I actually heard that song like at a restaurant, right? And I was out with a friend and uh, I was like, what is that song? Like I couldn't figure it out for the life of me. I was like, man, what even is that song? I don't even know. But I want it like it's like I need to put it in the soundtrack of my life right now. And later that night, they sent me. They sent me the song like they figured out what it was and sent it to me. So I immediately downloaded and been playing it to death, dedicating it to my children when they're riding my car and driving them crazy, you know, because that is what a good father does. You know what I'm saying? And you got to have a little throwback. You got to have a little throwback like Weezer Pink Triangle is a very underrated jam off Pinkerton. But that has been one of my summertime jams this year. Man, I love Weezer so much. What a great band, dude. But um, anyway, that's just a few of the songs. Maybe I'll throw another one at the end of the podcast, you know? I don't want to act like I'm some playing some radio DJ. But uh, those are a couple of my jams, man. If you uh, if you be liking to listen to, to good old summertime jams, those are a few that I'm rocking out to. But, uh, but anyway, man, that's about all that's going on with me is like just... I don't know. I've been uh I've been on vacation and I've been watching Love After Lockup and I've had a few women uh I don't know, try to start talking to me on those dating apps. And I don't know, after watching Love After Lockup and just the train wreck that those people's relationships are, right? And it's like 
there's like a sense of desperation or maybe it's like I like bad boys or bad girls but then I'm gonna get mad when they act bad you know what I mean that's how it is like some of those people it's like well you were doing a pen pal thing with somebody that's in prison and then they get out and they act like a convict and you're like why are you acting like a convict what's wrong with you it's like they're they're a freaking convict dude like how do you expect them to act man and like I don't know. It's it, 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 it's kind of like the people I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast. Like, they want to have their cake and eat it, too. Either you want to be with a convict, and you want everything that comes with that. You know, because there's going to be baggage with that, even if they're reformed. Even if they've actually, if they're the 1% that's reformed, there's going to be some kind of baggage. There's going to be some kind of parole. There's going to be some kind of... Uh, stuff that they have to do, you know, to stay on the outside, you know, it's not going to be, they're just not going to boom transition from being locked up to being, uh, on the outside, like overnight, you know, they're going to have that jail mentality. It's going to be different. And that's what I don't know. Like it just sketches me out, man. It just gets dating just sketches me out. I'm not going to stop. Like, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to give up just because I haven't had any luck, you know, and I'm turning 40 years old this year and, you know, I haven't had any luck with, you know, a relationship and somebody might be like, well, what was the most common thing in all the relationships you've been in, Glenn? You are. Well, so, so are they. (laughs) So are the other people. They were bummers, you know, Maybe I just attract bummers. I don't know, man. That ain't very nice. I shouldn't talk like that. Just because I ain't the one for somebody, you know, or they're not the one for me, doesn't mean that they're bummers, you know. It just means that that we weren't meant to be, that we weren't written in the stars, yeah. You know you can name a star after somebody? You can buy a star and say, I named this star. I named the star after you. Yeah, you can do that. And some women would be like, that is a waste of money. I hope that you would not do that. And then there's some people that would be like, that would be like, uh, you know, that's so sweet and romantic. You know, I named this star Ashley after you, baby. You know, I'm going to start doing that after I, after it goes wrong with people. Like when we break up, I'm going to like, the last time I hit them up, I'm going to be like, I had a star named after you. You know? It's named... It's named Goodbye. (laughs) That star... I named the star after you like, I wish I never met you. It's all one word. I wish I never met you is the name of the star. And it'll be up there forever with your name on it. I wish I never met you and then I'll say their name. Yeah. That's a long name for a star. But I just want you to know that in the universe and the galaxy... You know, when you look up at night, just know that I paid to have one of them stars named, you know, after you. That's a horrible thing. That's a horrible thing to do. That's like what somebody that's crazy does after a breakup, you know. But it's funny. (laughs) It's funny because it would catch them off guard, you know. It would catch them off guard. Think about your, your ex. Like, if you have an ex, everybody got an ex. If you ain't got an ex, man settled but uh 
just think about that. Think about if your ex sent you like, they send you like this thing, like a chart where the star is and a certificate, like with your star's name on it. Just imagine if your ex sent you something and be like, I named a star after you, after the breakup. And that was like a bunch of profanity and then their name. Like, <laughs> I named this, <laughs> this scar Promiscuous Pam. <laughs> And uh, that's a good idea. That's a solid idea, man. That's like, you're welcome. If you're going through a nasty breakup right now and you have like 50 bucks to blow, you're welcome. I think you should do it. I think you should do it. And you ain't even got to get, you just let me know that you did it. And that'll make me feel good in my heart, you know, that I helped inspire that. But I ain't going to give up, man. I'm going to keep on. I need to quit watching Life After Lockup. But the new episodes are fixing to come on. Like, the new episodes are getting ready to come on, uh, they're getting ready to come out, I think, next week. So, like, I don't know, man. I just, it just makes me feel good to watch that. And I saw one, there's this girl named Tracy, which, it was one of my favorite couples from, uh, from the last season. And she died, man, like, a couple days ago. I think she had just had a baby. I don't know exactly what she died from, but she was the one that was like that hotel clerk. She, and she got out of jail and he spent all this money on her that he didn't like, he worked as a hotel clerk. I think his parents had money and it kind of, I think they probably kept him up, but, uh, she's the one that got out and then they, I think they got married and she took off with his car and credit card and was smoking crack. She went back to jail she was just like, you could look at her. You know that cracky look? You could look at her and be like, dang, girl. You know, because she looked one way when she got out. And then, like, within a little bit of being out, you're like, God almighty. But uh, she passed away. I shouldn't say. I mean, she passed away. Rest in peace. But, uh, but man, that show, that show has some... It has some people that's in some denial about some stuff. You know, I thought I was in denial but it's like when you're when you're dating somebody that's locked up it's like you got a captive audience you know so they're going to tell you everything you want to hear they're going to play you and it's easy to see it's always easy to see if you're not the one getting played it's always easy to see you know what i mean it's frustrating sometimes with 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 people like that in your life you see they're getting played you know or they might be in a relationship with someone who's unfaithful you know, and they're just like a meal ticket and you're like, well, dude, or, or ma'am, <laughs> like that, I'm telling you what's going on. I don't think it's good. You know, a lot of times I'll stay out of people's marriages, relationships, unless they ask me, if they ask me, I'm going to be honest. If they're my friend, I'm going to be honest, you know, but sometimes you just got to be there for people. You got to be there for people because they got to go through what they got to go through. And it's, it's like, they, they got to reach that point, even if they know, like, even if they know in their heart, like, this is not good. This is toxic. I don't need to be in this. Like, even if they know that, like, sometimes you just got to get to that point. You got to get to your point where you can't take anymore, you know? And you just got to be there for people like that. But, I mean, watching Life After Lockup and Love After Lockup, like, they're, it's just, some of the people, it's just funny. They're just funny to watch right and then some of them it just makes you kind of mad because it's like man 
especially with the women, they'll just get played so easy. It's like, God, y'all don't see this, you know, but they just want to be loved, man. That's all they want. They want a little bit of loving. That's all that is. But, man, that's about all I got today. This morning I woke up and I'll tell you something. Joey Diaz, the comedian Joey Diaz, he had posted a rant on his Twitter. Uh, he had posted a rant on his Twitter and uh, of 4th of July, like a patriotic rant about America. And so I just said under the thing uh, from my personal Twitter account, I was like... Uh, because it's all baseball. It's all Yankees baseball, which I don't even want to talk about that because I'll just get depressed. The Yankees, watching Yankees baseball right now is like watching baseball diarrhea. It's like there's nothing you can do. You just feel helpless, you know, and they just suck so bad. They have so much talent on that team. They spend so much money and they just suck. They're finding new ways to lose baseball games. It's just frustrating to watch, man. But that's like 95% of what my personal Twitter account is. It's just baseball. And uh, and then I follow some stand-up comedians I like. And so I saw Joey Diaz posted something for 4th of July. So I was like, happy, happy 4th, Uncle Jay. You know, because it's Uncle Joey, man. That's what you call Uncle Joey Diaz. And, uh, and then he tweeted back at me, love you, Glenn. I was like, that made my day. I woke up to that. I was like one of my favorite comedians that is hilarious that I've followed for years, you know, gave me a shout. So that made me feel good. That really, that made me feel good in my heart. But uh, something else, like another, another speaking of that, like a couple months ago on my podcast um, Twitter page, I tweeted a video, uh, the Cordovas, and it's a song called Do More Good, right? And I tweeted it out because I'd heard it on Theo Vaughn's podcast. I was like, that is a good song. That's one of my summertime jams right there, man. It's called Do More Good. And uh and it's kind of like a you know, there's 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 things in my life when I hear them, they just click and to other people it's like, yeah, it's common sense. But it's things that I tell myself. Like what is it? Not affirmation. It's kind of like an affirmation, but I'm not smart enough to know what it's really called. It's kind of like my mantra, stuff that I live to, like my mottos, like, and one of them that I, that I, um, one of them that I live by is do the best that you can do. And that's all you can do. Right. And a friend of mine told me that years ago. And that's like something that I tell myself and live by. And I tell other people when they're frustrated in life, I'd be like, man, do the best you can do. That's all you can do. Don't worry about it after that. Because if you lay down at night and you know you did your best, that's all you can do. So why stress? And so that's one. But the song called Do More Good, it's like that is a song to live by, man. And so today, if you're on Spotify, I'm going to close out. I'm going to close out the podcast with the Cordovas Do More Good. If you're not on Spotify, it's just going to be the regular outro. I'm sorry, but I still love you. I love you and I care about you and I cherish the time that we spend together. And, uh, you know, we about we in July, man. We're in July and the kids go back to school next month. And, uh, you know, but life goes on and life is a beautiful thing. And life is what you make of it, right? I'm a firm believer of that. I just bought me some silverware and I'm having a good time. Y'all take care.